fam. Welcome to the Prescription for Change podcast. Are you a working professional, busy mom, and tirelessly trying to bring your A-game in your career? Do you prioritize your family and their needs before your own, leaving little to no time for self-care? Do you secretly fantasize about the days you are at your physical peak and confident with your body and in your skin? Are you tired and struggling with the never-ending journey to better nutrition, physical fitness, and mental health? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then this podcast is for you. I am your host, Dr. Michelle, board-certified physician, mom of two, and your health coach. This podcast will transform the way you think about food and your health so you can break away from perfection paralysis and finally start to live your life intentionally. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. I am excited to be on here with you all today. This is a little bit more of a fun episode and I'm gonna share a little bit more about the thing that I think is the center of starting your health journey and getting on track with where you wanna be and meeting your health goals. So I'm gonna be talking about food today, but a little bit different from my last episode talking about how food is neutral. Today, I wanna talk about healthy being delicious. Healthy is delicious. So I'm going to give a few tips on how you can make sure that your food is what you want to eat. I mean, nobody really wants to have a meal and not be able to enjoy it. So part of the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because I love eating Anyone who knows me knows that I thoroughly enjoy food. I like to sit down and have a nice hot meal and take my time with it because part of the experience is being able to enjoy it. So whenever I'm cooking, I have learned to keep things simple, not overcomplicate it because I'm cooking for myself, my husband, my kids, or I love to entertain and have people over and cook and I don't want it to be overwhelming. But it also has to be delicious. I mean, my grandma always says, if the food doesn't taste good, then you just didn't cook it right. It has nothing to do with the food itself, really. So you can truly make anything taste good and bring out the the best flavors in every food. And again, our taste buds are um, very malleable or able to... Um, be changed over time. And so our palate changes over time, our preferences or tastes. And I like to not only introduce myself to new things or try new things and just see if I can prepare it or cook it in a different way that is going to be a little bit more appealing for me. And everyone's taste buds and everyone's likes and dislikes are going to be a little bit different. But there are some basic things that I always make sure to have in my pantry so that I can pantry or fridge so that I can make sure that I am getting the best flavors and, you know, just making sure that I'm able to cook my food in a way that I can enjoy. So I'm going to go ahead and jump right in. It's pretty difficult to say what the top thing on my list is, but I If I had to choose, because they're all really good, if I had to choose, I would say it's all in the seasoning. That has got to be number one. You have to make sure that your seasoning game is on point because if you don't have 
a good seasoning blend and it doesn't even I don't even mean the right seasonings because everyone's taste buds or preferences are going to be a little bit different if you like things a little bit more sweet or savory or spicy or not. But if you have basic seasonings, then it's going to taste good. You have to season your food. That's number one for me. Um, So with anything that I'm cooking, whether it's produce or it's protein or seafood, whatever it is, I like to have different seasonings for whatever I'm cooking, but there's some basic things. I always make sure that I have some pink sea salt. I have some fresh garlic. I prefer to buy them peeled already from the grocery store. So they have these little um, sealable bags that you can just put in the fridge. It's already peeled garlic and um, it just makes life a lot easier. But if you buy fresh garlic, that's fine too. And or if you buy the minced garlic in the jar, usually I try to avoid that because sometimes there are other additives in there. But anyway, um, salt, garlic, and then any kind of fresh leaves. So I have um, some basil plants in my house that I just have year round. Basil, I feel like just has a really nice flavor. Outside, we have some rosemary, um, which also can grow year round. It can stay out in the cold and it's been perfectly fine. Um, Oregano or thyme, but just having something that's fresh as opposed to like ground already in a bottle, I feel like those flavors just pop a lot more. And so I always make sure that I have at least some variation of those three things, but always salt and garlic, because that's just a must for me. And it doesn't have to be overpowering or a whole lot. But those are things that are going to bring a lot of like flavor profile to whatever it is that you're cooking. And when it's fresh, it just makes it a lot nicer, because as you're reducing those flavors, which I'll get into later, it just comes out a little bit more. Um, The second thing is eating produce in season. So now that we're officially in spring, um, and even in the the winter and fall, you want to make sure that you're eating in season, there's going to be a lot more variety. And the flavors are going to pop a lot more. So if you have produce, fruit or vegetables that are being transported, you know, from across the country, or from a different country, and it's coming in here, it's not in season, it really doesn't taste as good. So the fruit isn't going to be as sweet or juicy. The vegetables are, you know, might be a little bit more on the dry side, and it doesn't quite ripen the same way, because you're taking something that doesn't really belong in that you know, season of time and trying to make it taste good. So it just makes it a lot harder. You're also not getting the same amount of nutrients from food that is not in season. So the color of food, as I've talked about before, um, part of eating the rainbow is just having a variety of colors because the bright, vibrant colors of the food are going to give you a different nutrient. But if you're getting that food out of season, like strawberries in the wintertime really don't taste as good. They're not as juicy to me. They're not as sweet. um, And it really isn't enjoyable. So I don't like to have strawberries in the winter. But in the spring and summertime, they're a lot better. I've already noticed um, berries are one of my favorites, but like raspberries, the blackberries have been so delicious at this time of year. And um, yeah, it's just a lot 
it's a lot better. So it's more enjoyable. You're going to get that flavor profile. You're going to get the nutrients that you need from it. So that's always great. Eating um, produce in season is always important. So I'm always looking at the in-season list and then kind of using that as a guide for what meals I want to prepare. So the next thing is just like how you're cooking the food. So you have your seasonings, you have your fresh produce that are in season, and now how are you going to prepare it? So I'm all about, again, simple. Simplicity is going to be key. I don't have a ton of time to spend in the kitchen. And while I enjoy cooking, if I do have the time, I want to make sure that when I'm preparing my meals, it's not overwhelming. I'm not overcomplicating things. I have my basic things that are there. And then any other flavors I want to add in fine. But when I'm cooking, I want it to be simple. So usually I am roasting things in the oven. I love a good like crock pot or instapot because that's just because it's quick. Um, And I have found that I'm able to make a lot of foods that I enjoy. And it really doesn't get ruined when I do it in the Instapot. So anyway, that's a whole different story. I cook very differently from my husband. I prefer his cooking. Um, We both, you know, are pretty good cooks and can throw down in the kitchen. But I like to just have things done. If I can have a whole meal from start to finish done in 30 minutes, that's pretty much my goal. So I've been able to get that down to a science and still have it taste good because that is the most important thing when I'm making my meals. I want to enjoy my food. Um, So the next thing is learning how to make healthy swaps. So when you're swapping foods out, there's certain foods that are just going to provide a lot more flavor and make things taste a, a lot better. So I'm going to use the example of soups because you can have a soup that is supposed to be um, nice and creamy and you know you don't want to have to use cream. Besides having allergies in my house, I, I think between all of us, it's like dairy and gluten and celery and eggs and, you know, 500 other things. So we try to avoid those things anyway, if it doesn't make us feel good to begin with, or if we have an allergy to it. But there are a lot of different swaps that you can use for, you know, simple things like making a sandwich, you don't have to use mayo, there's swaps for that. Or if you instead of using heavy cream, there's a swap for that. And a lot of these things, um, I call MYO, which is make your own. Um, that's going to be really key in being able to have those swaps and still make your food taste good. Um, So for example, you can use on tacos instead of um, sour cream, you can use a Greek yogurt. You can use that for many different things, but you know, you can add your, your seasoning, like a little bit of lime and salt and pepper, basic things to it. Um, however you want to do it just to add a little bit more flavor or grated garlic, whatever it is, and then put that on your tacos. Easy. Um, so learning how to make swaps for things that typically are high in saturated fat, and you're not going to get, um, while fat is important and you want to try to avoid the saturated or trans fats um, that are going to increase your triglycerides or your um, LDL, which is a bad cholesterol. So um, just learning how to make some some swaps and still make your food taste good and having that like richness or creaminess that you would get from those foods without actually having all of the 
um, additives that come with that. So that's always really important. And I've learned those things over the over the course of time and seeing what works and what doesn't work and making sure the texture is the same because that's always a big thing too when you're swapping out anything that's supposed to be like heavier or have cream. You want to make sure that the, your substitute works well as far as consistency. And there are lots of different things that you can um, swap out. The next thing I like to always have in my pantry is apple cider vinegar. I always get the one with the mother because that is going to be the best. That's kind of like that gooey, filmy kind of thing that looks gross at the bottom of the vinegar. You're not actually drinking that. It's in there, but um, it's going to help to give some immunity. So I get apple cider vinegar. I always make sure that I have that, whether it's for cleaning um, some of my protein or poultry or um, just to add some extra flavor. Um, and I use that a lot for dressings, which I'll get to in a little bit. But I always make sure to have that in my pantry because that adds a lot of nice flavor. Um, other than apple cider vinegar, I also have rice wine vinegar. I have red vinegar. So they all add a little bit of a different flavor and you can use them in varying um, things. Like I said, to make dressings, to add to season your meat um, or to... Um, just kind of add a little bit more flavor and whatever it is you're cooking on your vegetables or whatever else. So um, that is always a must. Then some other things that you can do thinking more about protein, if you are a meat eater, and you want to make sure that you're trying to eat um, meat that's a little bit more on the lean side, and you're kind of getting tired of like chicken or turkey, which are some of my favorites. But um, you can replace beef with venison because that's going to be a really lean meat and it's not going to have a lot of the um, saturated fat that you would find in a piece of beef. So that's always a good one. But, you know, if you're not a meat eater, then disregard. <laughs> um, and then another one that I always like, so going back to MYO or make your own. So I have learned to, again, simple and something that is going to be um, that's not going to take up too much time in the kitchen, but I like to make my own sauces or marinara, salad dressings, and then I can make it and have it on hand. So I'm, I'm doing a batch of it. It really doesn't take long to do. And then I can store them in mason jars or glass jars that can be frozen or leave them out on the countertop if they're salad dressings. And then I don't have to contend with um, or even bother looking for salad dressings in the grocery store. There's so many different options now and going through like pouring through the labels and making sure it doesn't have this or that or anything that you may be allergic to or anything that doesn't sit well with you or that's inflammatory or it has too much sugar or whatever else. They're all like riddled with something. So um, there are a couple of like clean salad dressings out there, but you have to be able to find them. Um, and make sure that you're able to read the labels um, and know what you're getting into. So making your own is really simple. Like I said, I always have salt. I always have um, some crushed red pepper and then some fresh some fresh um, herbs or leaves that I have typically in the fridge or that I'm growing in the house. And so just chopping those up really quickly. Some garlic, crushed red pepper, salt. Um, I have vinegar, different types of vinegar, and some oil. And, you know, trying to stick with 
oils that are again going to be a little bit on the um, healthier side. So they're not filled with saturated fat. So I tend to use extra virgin olive oil. I love avocado oil. Those are the two that I'm using most frequently. Coconut oil is another one that I'll use. I mean, we use coconut oil for everything in this house, but that's a whole other um, episode. So any of those are typically fine. But for dressings, I like to make sure that I have a good vinegar, a good oil, and then I have my fresh seasonings that I talked about before and some herbs. So um, it's always easy to kind of make your own. And then you don't have to worry about um, what's in the store-bought ones. And then probably the last tip Um, not least, but cooking with wine is always a really good option. It's going to not so much to have the flavor of the wine itself, because most of the time I'm using wine, um, as a, for like reducing or making a reduction sauce. If I'm sauteing things or kind of cooking it down or letting it simmer for a little bit, it really brings out the flavor of other foods. So you're not tasting the wine itself, but it's bringing out the aroma of the other seasonings and uh, fresh herbs that you have in there. So that's always a really great additive and something that I always like to have on hand if I want to do a little bit of a reduction or add a little bit of a different flavor to my food. So these are just a handful of the tips that I have that I use to make my food taste really good and healthy is truly delicious. If you take the time to make sure that you just have a few things on hand that you can use and you can mix and match different flavors um, for whatever it is that you want to do, I truly enjoy cooking and um mostly enjoy eating from various cultures and having that having those different flavors. So another um, just quick tip, I always like to make sure that I'm sitting down for at least one meal, I like to have my meals hot, I don't want to have to rush through it. And that's how I'm able to enjoy it. But then that's also a great way or time for you to be able to listen to your body and see when you're truly full or satisfied. And you don't have to go and grab that something second helping if you really don't need it, or if your stomach is sending that signal to your brain like, hey, you know, I, I'm satisfied right now. I always say I can go back and get some later or um, save that for a different meal. So anyway, that's just another um, one of the things that I like to do is make sure I'm sitting down, not rushing through a drive through not eating in my car, not trying to get from here to there, or have something quick that I can grab and go um, so that I can truly enjoy what I'm eating. Um So that's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Make sure that you check out the previous episodes if you have not already and look out every Thursday for a new episode to drop. Share with friends, subscribe, rate, review, drop any comments and let me know what you'd like to hear a little bit more of. And I will talk to you all next week. Cheers to good health.